Hey divas, are you gay? Are you skinny? Are you hot? Are you a Marxist? Are you my mom? Are you manacled to a debilitating drug problem? Are you paralyzed by the weight and inevitability of human extinction? If you are any of these things or none of them and are still listening to my stupid podcast for some reason, then you simply must join my new Discord server. That's right, I'm So Popular has a brand new dedicated Discord server for chat and discussion on all the topics you love. Come harass me about my makeup, drag your friends, post incriminating screenshots of people you don't like anymore, whine about your day, have a drink, contribute to my podcast's unending assault on the population of the world. You can check out the link in the description to join or find a link on my website, I'mPopular.me where you can also stream every episode of the show thus far and check out the most embarrassing quotes from the fools I've tricked onto coming on. See you there, divas. Now, let's get tonight's episode started. It's Zach Langley Chichi. I'm so popular, and I'm here with the hottest lesbian Twitter uh, little monster. <laughs> Who are you? I'm McKenna. It's funny. I never introduce myself as Kenna. It sounds weird. Do you go by McKenna or Kenna more? Because I always call you Kenna. Everyone calls me Kenna except for my family and my like therapist. And your th- <laughs> they all call me McKenna. Okay, so you'll be Kenna for this, for the purposes of this show. And uh, what are you doing, McKenna? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't have my job anymore because of the virus. But, I mean, I just, like, sing and, like, write songs and do makeup and put looks together. Yeah, and you do, like, a lot of looks inspired by pop albums. They mm-hmm. are so fucking hot. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, why do you follow me? Well, because you stand Madonna, but also because, like, we're in that group chat together. We're in the tit Donna group chat. Yes. The hottest fags and lesbians <laughs> are Madonna on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm definitely very thankful that I've got to uh, connect with you through Twitter because you really do be serving the makeup. Oh, you tear it every you. single time. <laughs> I think my my favorite look I've seen that you've done is the erotica makeup you did. That face was hot, girl. Thank you. Yeah, I like that one a lot. What's like some of your favorites that you've done? I really like the true blue one that I did because I had never done that type of eyeshadow before and that was my first time and it ended up looking really good. I also... I like the rain on me look that I did literally yesterday or two days ago. Yesterday, yeah. The corset, like the mesh corset you have for that is so hot. Where did you get that? Orchard Corset. It is the only place that I buy my corsets from. I have like, I think, eight or six of theirs. All of my corsets that I have are literally from Amazon. (laughs) Like... I have nothing but Amazon corset. I have one Amazon corset and I've literally worn it once to try it on. And it's so bad. I hate it. But I need to give you the link for Orchard Corset because they're really good quality and they're really yes. affordable too. 
send it to me after because uh, I will. Um, the I literally own one corset and I wear it almost every single time I do drag. And I was doing a performance of um, Glass and Patron by FKA Twigs, and mm-hmm. I was moving my little skinny white body around <laughs> too much, and I popped one of the. Oh. I popped one of the things on it, but I still keep using it. I still use the same one. It's awful. <laughs> this this happened like out. a year ago. <laughs> no, Amazon corsets are like very shit quality. So I will send you the link to where I get my corset. Yeah, I definitely got my money's worth. 20 bucks. <laughs> and uh, 20? it was yeah, 20 bucks. And that $20 <laughs> corset did the job. <laughs> oh, I mean. I got my money's worth. I yeah. got what I paid for. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So, before we get into today's topic, I thought we should probably bring up the only relevant pop cultural thing that's happened, like, at all recently, which is the VMAs. Yes. Did you watch them? Yes, but I, like, was not paying attention to much. I mainly just was watching for Gaga's performance. I just went back and watched, like, the clips of the performances. I did not watch the show this year. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was very strange. I did not like it. Fuck this pandemic. You know, it pissed me off. It ruined everything. It was really awkward. Just the show. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the VMAs have been, like, pretty shameful for like a while like mm-hmm. I, I can't remember like the last VMAs that I genuinely like watched was like oh this is good like I think it was like 2009 was the last how one old are me. you again you're I'm 22 20 you're 20 <laughs> yeah I turned 21 in October oh my god all these white claws <laughs> I thought you were 21 <laughs> no she doesn't drink white claws that's not something we support <laughs> on I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're like kind of close to the same generation because I I remember watching the Kanye West Taylor Swift disaster VMAs. Oh, me like, too. Me yeah. too. I rem- I vividly remember moment. watching it. It was like yesterday. I I was watching it like by myself with like my heterosexual father, and I think that was like one of the moments that I'm like, oh, I'm I'm gay now, and he just yeah. had no idea what I was going through there. Yeah, I remember watching it with. My whole family. Yeah, and now all we get is these really sad <laughs> COVID productions. Like, what did you think of Gaga and Ari's moment? Um, I mean, I really liked it. One thing I will say about the, like, set that she performed, um, I was like, why did she do two singles and one that is not, like, a single? And so I was like, that's probably going to be the next single. And now oh, it's like, yeah. like if you use Siri and you're like, what's the next Lady Gaga single? It says 911, which I thought was the case. I, I feel like 911 should have been a single. Like, it's so good. It's literally like definitely my top five on the album. Very good. But I'm just pissed at all the stupid fucking fans who were like eating it up. And then now that it's rumored to be a single, they're like, pissed off about it because it's like not radio friendly but that's ridiculous what? because what, wait what do they want instead like free woman they're literally like what the fuck else is there there's literally nothing else I that hate would that be song. a better single except for babylon which i don't like it oh i like babylon it's like you're it's like a little cunt moment for the runway <laughs> <laughs> it's cute but like 
Yeah, I don't think it. I don't need it to be a single. My favorite is Replay. Like that's my number one favorite song on the album. I love Replay. That's also my top five. Yeah, I thought the performance was cute. I mean, the lip syncing was (laughs) very charming. Did she? I don't think she lip synced. Oh God! Did you see that clip of her when she's like going MTV, MTV, and she's like throwing her like wobbly little arms around? Girl, it was lip synced. I don't really care. But there. Somebody contacted the person who made her mask, and there's a mic also within that mask. I totally believe that she was singing. I just don't think it was the audio that they were using. But you could hear her, like, off-pitch, like, throughout all three songs. Not to drag her, but... I mean, <laughs> they did the same thing with Beyonce and, like, when she, like, sang for the president. Like, her rendition that was lip-synced was, like, not like the most amazing but it was still like pre-recorded oh. i don't i don't really care if it's lip synced or not i honestly but... think they did that reg- like anyway because i was watching the performance again and there's this moment when she was singing 911 where she's like on the floor and then literally one word later she's standing but she wouldn't have had enough time to get up and do that yeah yeah there was some like weird editing moments in there mm-hmm. um in any case i thought the performance was uh, cute. She looks kind of winded, but God bless her soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Was... I, I just think she obviously, I mean, my friend even noticed like the choreo seems a bit watered down, but I think that's just because, like, you know, she's getting older. Not saying she's an old lady, but. <laughs> no, I mean, and also she's like in chronic pain. Exactly. Right? Her her body is like highly affected by like what she does. So. Yeah. I, I don't really like need like a super like highly choreographed like number Same. anymore. Yeah, I, I don't need it from her. But I thought it was cute. I thought she did a good job. Um, mm-hmm. But my favorite performance was the Miley Cyrus. I thought that was so fierce. <gasps> oh my God, it was so good. What's funny is like, you know, um, it's it kind of sucks seeing people like do things that I've already thought of like for myself. And it's not me oh, trying to be selfish, but you know, I thought about if I like, I always think <laughs> like about music videos I would make for my own songs, you know, and like, one of them, I always, like, had this vision that I would be, like, on a disco ball. Oh, she got their first growth yeah. over. You can never ride a disco ball again. <laughs> but I was like, fuck. No, hers was hers was excellent. Her performance. Yeah, she tore it. She tore mm-hmm. it. Like, the lighting. And the, the performance was very, um, I don't want to say, like, simple. But it was very, like, her and not much else. And I thought yeah. that was like a really like bold move for her. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, you think about her her earlier VMAs performance when she like dragged on all those like poor drag queens and like made them flop around on stage. Or like the <laughs> Robin Thick performance that like ended the world. Well, it was very theatrical. Yes, it was very theatrical, but it, it was mostly just her doing it, which I thought was so cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was excellent. I hope this next Miley project is good. I thought Mm -hmm. the EP she put out last year was like kind of good, silly fun. Um, But I like her. I support her vision. And she looks hot (laughs) with this haircut. She is literally the only like girl I've seen pull off a mullet like this well. Yeah, I would say her and uh, Anna from Red Scare, like my two mullet queens. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. (laughs) Mullets are hard for the girls. They are. Yeah. I would never uh, get a mullet. I can't imagine you with a mullet. Mm-mm. I won't even cut my hair short. 
Have you ever had short hair before? Yes, and I looked like a mushroom. <laughs> Not that bad. kind of lesbian. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just, um, yeah, I really hope Miley uh, gets a win. Um, she, I feel like she deserves it. She gets really shit on. People hate her. I know. She, I feel like she's actually very underrated. She is underrated. And I think the reason everyone hates her is because uh, she was like, the first, like, post-Gwen Stefani white girl to, like, go full cultural appropriation. <laughs> and, like, it was a hit. Like, every song on Bangers is a smash. Like, it's a great album. Yep. But, like, yep. it's so good. But uh, the appropriation did not. Uh, it was a little ill-timed in the mm -hmm. cultural moment. But it's so mm -hmm. funny because she got all that shit. And, like, Adele just had her Jamaica moment. Yeah, I'm very surprised that people on Twitter are just making news about it and not it's like. It's so weird. If it was anybody else, they would cancel the girl immediately. Yeah, I don't. I don't really quite get like what like the shield Adele gets over all of these other white girls. It's right. really weird to me. Yeah, I don't. It does not sit right with me. No, like okay, personally, I don't really think anyone should be canceled for like, appropriation most of the time, not always. Like, there's definitely, like, you know, people who have gone way too far with it. And, like, when you are, like, claiming that you invented the culture or you're, like, your entire image is just that and, like, you're, mm -hmm. like I made it, this is mine, that's no good. But I feel right. like if you're just kind of, like, participating in it and, like, I just, I don't really see the harm that much, to be honest. So mm -hmm. I don't really think anyone should be canceled. But it's so bizarre to see Adele just lie right through this with the right. lowest amount of pushback right i don't yeah and like all those tweets that were like oh i thought this was katie at first i was gonna go ham like i was gonna drag but then i noticed that it was adele it's like what yeah people want to shit on katie they're like waiting for her to do something bad it's weird. but meanwhile like with adele who honestly looks great like mm -hmm. she looks amazing like she looks really weird and amazing her body is <laughs> Her body is snatched. She is giving you drugged out face. She looks like she's having the time of her life. Like, I'm happy for her. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, no one wants to drag her this time. And right. I was not expecting that. Part of me, like, because I know how society works. I feel like if she didn't lose all of that weight, she would have been canceled for this. Like, if she You know was... what? I think so, too. Because people really switched and started, like, getting back on the Adele train after they saw that she lost weight, which is, like, very shitty. Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, she looks great, but, like, Adele has always been, like, very, like, graceful and, like, beautiful, mm -hmm. so I think she looked great, like, when she was doing, like, 21 and her earlier stuff is, it's, wait, is it 21, that album? Yes, there's 21 and 25. Okay, I'm not really like an Adele stan or anything. I'm just like acquainted with the hits. That mm -hmm. her most recent one was I was not obsessed with. Really? Yeah, I, it didn't do it for me. <gasps> I love it. Well, that's the great thing about I'm so popular. We don't always have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, what's that one song though? Um, say uh, goodbye, hello to hello? your what is? No, 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 not hello. It's like your next lover and she goes to your next lover oh yeah treat her bad i like that song <laughs> that one is a good song that one aged the fastest for me though i mean um 
it was between that and Hello, because those are the only songs I've heard from it, like, in <laughs> detail. So, yeah, I don't know. For me, like, Adele will always just be, like, Amy Winehouse's understudy. <laughs> she got to go on stage when Amy Winehouse fucking died, and now we get Adele. And I prefer mm. Amy Winehouse. I love Amy Winehouse. Yeah, oh. like, give me a Val- Adele could never do Valerie. <laughs> nope. Can you imagine? I'm... It would be embarrassing. <laughs> no one can do Amy. No, no one can do Amy. Only Amy mm-hmm. could do Amy, and now she's gone. I love her. We're stuck yeah, with Adele. Yeah, I, I have a tattoo um, with a quote because she like actually like inspired me to get treatment for like my eating disorder and like addiction issues. That's amazing. Was this when she was like still around or like post post mortem? Mm, this was post mortem because I saw what it will do to somebody, which is like it, you know, killed her. Her eating disorder and her addiction issues killed her. And then, you know, I saw what it did to her and I was like, Yeah, I need to get help because I don't want to end up like that. It's so shocking to think about like how impacted she was by the way people talked about her, like the way she was depicted by the news. And by TV and everyone, like, she was truly bullied to death. Like, she had these pre-existing problems. She was, like, just a singer-songwriter. And then, like, the media, like, literally killed her for a laugh. It's And then they switched. And they were all like, oh, my God, we're so sad over the death of Amy Winehouse. And it's like, no, you guys are literally, like, part of the reason that she's gone. Like, you guys are fucking insane. Yeah. And actually, I think this is a good segue to the... Uh, first topic on tonight's show, which is Katy Perry, because I think that Katy Perry is uh, one of the pop cultural women who has been like deemed a pretty major joke by like the media and by like stands and Twitter. And uh, she's been like shut down and she went through her like mental breakdown and like managed to crawl out of it. But like a lot of these people like really like feel the pain from from their fans and from the global culture. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I mean I'm not quite sure if it started before like the Witness era, but I know like the main like things that went around was just like making fun of her hair. I feel like whenever a woman does something that isn't like traditionally like seen as feminine, like they just get like made fun of yeah um, even when miley cut her hair even when miley cut her hair she was like oh well i think that it's like you know on maybe like women maybe women who like aren't viewed as like sex objects by like the large culture like they can kind of get away with it a little bit like Mm But if you're, like, a hot girl and then you do something that's, like, not hot for, like, the majority of, like, Mm -hmm. whoever, like, the media narrative, like, you're shut down. Right. Like, I mean, we'll talk about this a lot, I think. But um, Witness is her fourth main studio album. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the first time that, like, she was doing, like really intense like songwriting about like her and her own experiences as like a famous person and Mm -hmm. then she cut her hair and tried to change her image and uh she just got so crushed by the reaction to it i've never seen any other celebrity like as like booted except for like madonna yeah yeah i don't know it was weird like she literally well i forgot what it was called but she like 
literally like broke down to a therapist and it was like on tv or whatever oh yeah she did like the witness tv thing where she like live streamed her life for five days yeah there was that i don't know it was i don't know i feel bad for her the way like society treats women especially like performers i don't know especially compared to like men it's just not fair yeah um well I'm kind of curious, like, what, like, your general experience is with Katy Perry. Like, how did you, like, first hear her? Like, are you a stan? Like, what's your general perspective about her? I love Katy. Um, I mean, I've been listening to her since um, one of the boys came out. I vividly, I vividly remember watching a music video for I Kissed a Girl, and it made me feel some type of way. Me too. <laughs> so like, scandalized. Hmm. I think that uh, one of the boys, we have to talk about it because, like, uh, we were both, like, similar age. I'm a little older than you, just a little. <laughs> but um, <laughs> only, like, four years, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, like, that was when, like, Gaga was getting her start. Right. Like, Katy Perry was coming on the scene. Like, at the same time, they both kind of, like, entered pop culture. And I remember watching I Kissed a Girl on, like, the janky old version of YouTube. Yeah. And, like... I was so scandalized. I would only watch it at like 11.30 p.m. after my parents had gone to bed. And I was like so guilty about it that I had to confess to my mom that I liked that song. That's really funny. I Kissed a Girl is a bop. It's a classic. Absolutely. Uh, I think that whole album, One of the Boys, is like kind of like... It's really interesting for a pop album because like basically from that point forward, like most like women in pop music started like asking their beloved men to like be more emotionally open and to be more sensitive Mm -hmm. but then we have like Katy Perry and her whole shtick was that like she wanted men to be more masculine and more aggressive and like why aren't you being like enough of a man and I think that's very rare now for women in pop culture so I Mm -hmm. I have like a deep respect for like hearing that emotion on a record Mm -hmm. yeah that has so many hits Hot and cold. Absolutely. I kissed a girl. Waking up in Vegas is fun. I love that one. Uh, the title track, One of the Boys, that's really cute too. Yes, it's very cute. Yeah, I checked that album out like as a CD from the library and like burned it onto <laughs> my iTunes. Like <laughs> I was really here for it. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised she didn't get canceled for um, You're So Gay. I mean, I guess she kind of did, but that's, like, the other thing I, I, like, love about, like, old school Katy Perry is that, like, she's just, like, unapologetically ditzy. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like, really serving me, like, that specific brand of woman I love, which is, like, bitchy 21-year-old girl in a sorority. So yeah. hot. Like, so <laughs> hot. And she has no time to care about, like, anything except, like, her man, her gaze, and, like, her nails. Like, I fucking love that whole look. Mm-hmm. And, like, she kind of, like, gives me, like, real fag hag. Because, like, who else oh, is going to make a song? Exactly. She's, like, one of the only true fag hags. You know what I mean? I mean, Madonna's one. Okay, yes. Madonna and her, I cannot name, like, really anyone else. Because now we have all this generation of, like, pop girls who are, like, pandering to the gays, like charlie or cupcake or like tanache mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. they don't really give me like fag hag tea like they give me just right. like 
girls who like have like one gay friend, but like Katie gives me the fag hag fantasy. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Brittany kind of does too. Oh, she definitely. You're so right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Brittany is in the scene. Absolutely. I just love like that letter that she wrote like in like the early 2000s to her gay fans. Like so cute. Have you ever read that? Mm-mm. She it was like during Pride and it was like very like early in her career and she like wrote this like handwritten letter uh, that she posted and it was like oh like I love my gay fans and everything they stand for and what they do so charming that's cute okay so after one of the boys what is the next Katy Perry album do you remember oh teenage dream yep teenage dream <laughs> this is like one of the last like blockbuster smash hit pop albums ever. What a good album. This album was hit, 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 front to back. Front to back. This is, like, the only album after, like, that Michael Jackson record to get, like, five number one singles with it. Yeah, didn't she have um, five number ones from it? Yeah, she did. Who, no one else does that anymore. Oh. Yeah, and, um, oh, I just had a disgusting burp from my beer. That was really gross. Let me cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, Teenage Dream is, like, one of the last honest-to-God, like, winning albums. Like, that was Mm -hmm. an international sensation. Um, I just remember for basically, like, two years, you could go nowhere without running into her music. Yep. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't, like, kind of keep that momentum for longer. Well, I think it's hard because, um... I mean, think Teenage Dream, California Girls, E.T., Firework. Firework is, like, one of, like, the biggest songs of all time, like, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, when you have, like, that much exposure, it's, like, almost impossible to follow it up, right? Right, but I would expect people to still, like, you know, eat up your content. It didn't happen for her for some reason. Which is weird. You know, the thing is, like, it happened with Gaga, like... She had the fame, and then people ate up the fame monster, and then they also ate up Born This Way. Yeah, and then Art and... Pop was... Art Pop happened. <laughs> I love Art Pop. She is, like... I don't know. She's She was my favorite album for a long time. But, like, she had that, you know, for three albums, she had momentum. It's, like... I don't know. What even is... Is Prism after Teenage? Yeah, next is Prism, and that album has dark horse like that's it yeah and like dark horse is like was like a hit and i i remember distinctly like hearing it everywhere mm-hmm. but like that oh, was wait there's like... roar on it hello oh shit i forgot about roar <laughs> i forgot about roar oh because that went that went up against born wait no it, it went up applause. against applause yeah who won that applause or roar i think it was roar I think Roar did oh, win that, no. huh? Oh my god, am I a fake fan? What, applause did not win. There's no way Applause there's, won. There's no way Applause won. What was that bitch thinking, putting Applause out as the first single from that album? Um, Apparently it was going to be Sex Dreams, and then she changed it to Applause. Sex Dreams is good. It's excellent, but that bitch would go nowhere because you can't play that on the radio. Can you not? Can you I'm say, pretty sure you're not you allowed. Sex on the radio? I don't know, but like, it's not radio. 
friendly. Applause is much more radio friendly. Yeah, I guess so. Applause sucks. The video sucks. <gasps> I, I hate it. I Why? hate it. It's so boring. It's so uninteresting. And she's. I'm like, I don't want to hear Lady Gaga sing about Jeff Koontz. Like, I. <laughs> that whole era for me, it's like, Gaga, you don't have to tell me your art pop. Like, I already got it. You know. It's like I, I love get it. Pop, I don't. I do not love art pop. I love title track. Um. Mm. I think that's it. Like, I don't really like that album at all. <laughs> I love art pop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like the art direct. Like, I think the cover is fierce. Um, mm-hmm. but I think she kind of played herself with like that ridiculous rollout. Like, she had a messy ass fucking team at the time, though, too. Yeah, she did, and she was on so much cocaine. She was. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Though. Yeah, that was like the peak of her like coke moment, and I. <laughs> no, I feel like that was the fame monster. Was the peak of her like. Really? She seemed so frazzled, like, throughout all of Art Pop. I don't know. I know she was smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, meanwhile, Katy Perry, that good Christian girl, was just, like, trying to release a cute album with flowers (laughs) on the cover called Prism, and it went nowhere. I know. I'm still so shocked that went nowhere. It's a cute album. It is a cute album, and it has, um, I'm walking on air. Yes, I feel like that should have been a single. Yeah, um, Justice for Walking on Air. Yep. But I guess um I don't really think it's like either of their fault that these albums like didn't ever pick up. Like mm-hmm. I think it just kind of happened to them because the cultural taste at that time really started to shift closer towards hip hop. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Everyone's taste changed. Yeah, which is why, um well, I think it's mostly because like men started buying music again and like streaming started happening at that point right. so like hip-hop like became bigger like in like a pop sense at that time because like men started <laughs> listening to more music basically mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like not their fault that they got like shoved out but like you can kind of see that dark horse is like the closest thing to hip-hop on that album and it's like the only hit except for roar i guess right and so then after that we have the witness era. Mm. Okay, people hate that album. I don't I do that. love the album. There are just some things that I wish didn't happen. Okay, so here's my take is that I also really like that album or like I force myself to like it because it's really earnest and very honest and like I thought it was really fascinating to like see her like go for that but um the songwriting is shit like it's so bad like so many platitudes and cliches but it kind of like endears me to the album more because you can really tell that she was writing a lot of it right because it's I just not don't like, masterful i just don't like the way that she took so many things like literal just to make it like funny like swish swish like she took it like, it's not supposed to be, like, literal, like, swish in basketball, but she took it there in the music video, and I'm like, no, that just immediately makes it so corny, and then didn't she have, like, a fucking meme in it, the music video or something? Yeah, she did. She had that meme where they, like, fly away, into the, it's like, da, 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 and then, like, <sighs> like, the child, yeah, not funny. That That video sucks. Terrible, terrible. Oh, my God, like. 
And I actually like Swish Swish. I think Same. it's a really cute song. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's verse, of course. Mm-hmm. Hello. So good. But yes. yeah, like basically with her haircut and her change in image and her like attempt to make earnest songs and then right. just marketing disaster after marketing disaster. The fact that she called it purposeful pop, like it just was set up to explode in her face and it did. I know. Yeah. And it was such a catastrophic mess that, like, I kind of am obsessed with it just, like, for the mess of it all. I almost bought it, like, at the record store. Literally, I would like, buy three it. days ago. I would literally buy it. Me too. I like the album. It's, like, an artifact of pop culture. Like, that... Even, like, when Gaga was, like, struggling in art pop, like, art pop did not, like, detonate in the same way that, like, Witness right. did. Because she didn't get, like, mass hated on. I mean, mm-hmm. like, no more than she usually does. <laughs> right. And even, like, when Madonna detonated, when, like, sh- she collapsed with, like, American Life. Like, that album still, like, sold. Like, it's sold. What a good album. Yeah, a masterpiece. And, like, I guess, like, the other thing is that, like, when Madonna had a complete train wreck of a release with American Life. Like, it was still really artful and amazing and a fantastic mm-hmm. record on its own. But, like, Witness, um, you kind of have to stretch to make that argument. Right. I think, overall, my take on Katy Perry is that she makes a lot of broad music. It's not really about anything. I don't really want it to be. It's, like, fine pop music, when she did make more specific songs, I really enjoyed it. It didn't end well for her. Right. Um, and she ended that era as, like, basically decided upon by the public as a has-been. And now here we are. Yeah. I mean, I... The thing is, like, I know she has the potential to write, like, deep lyrics. And she has some good, like, meaningful stuff but like yeah i don't know i feel like she could do more because she also at the same time stays very surface level very surface her level. lyrics and i'm all about lyrics that's the thing i will listen to like a very like shit produced song if the lyrics are good like i yeah. write for the lyrics so that's like the first thing i pay attention to with the song is like what is it trying to talk about like what is it saying like what is the message no I completely agree that the theme is like what's important for me when I listen to music and Mm -hmm. I guess like that's why I'm like really interested in witness because I can see what it's like going for even if it doesn't like get there but you're really right when you call her surface level because like um I mean look at I keep comparing her to Gaga sorry everyone like cancel me for being (laughs) misogynistic or whatever but like when the fame especially the fame the fame is a very surface level album absolutely and even the fame monster less so but still quite surface level and even when you get to like born this way and everything like it starts getting a little more particular but like she's still writing about like not (laughs) anything in particular um but gaga kind of like started shifting away from that and like getting into like more self-expressive art um meanwhile katie it took her a lot longer to get there and by the time she did the public was ready to hate exactly yeah and i think that there's a climate in pop music right now where everyone like longs to watch like women like 
expose all of their trauma and like flagellate themselves. Mm -hmm. So I kind of appreciate Katie for being broad and vague sometimes and just like making silly pop music that doesn't have to like whip herself and expose her pain in the public eye. But so Mm -hmm. many people are doing it better, like simple pop music. Yeah. Do you think her time is up? Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like her pregnancy kind of helped her with, you know, attention from just people in general. In the media, yeah. I feel like people wouldn't really be talking about her as much as they are if she wasn't pregnant and didn't give birth, which, you know, sucks. But... Yeah, because the news loves a pregnant woman for some reason. I, I know. God knows why. Pregnancy is disgusting. I don't care. Like, anyone, like, when Kourtney Kardashian's like, birth is beautiful. Like, I'm creating life inside of me. Like, I do not think so. Like, there is a little creature inside of you with no brain sentience, like, leeching off of your nutrients. People in middle school used to be like, um, pregnancy is, is just, it's just a parasite. Well, I guess I'm a middle schooler. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it. Do you want to be pregnant one day? <laughs> um, I mean, I want to have kids eventually, yeah. But, you know, I have my own trauma with, like, birth. Um, not me giving birth, but my own, like, birth story is traumatic. Um, yeah, I was, like, a triplet. And, you know. I did not know that. You're a triplet? Yeah. But. You know, the part that gets dramatic is we were all born premature. I was three months premature. Mm-hmm. And so was my brother. My sister was four months premature. So she passed away. Oh, wow. So, like, birth kind of freaks me out just because I, if I ever get pregnant, you know, and, you know, I'm giving birth, you know, I don't want to get triggered and go back into, like, not the shame, but no, I the know what guilt you mean. Yeah. that I carried with my yeah. own birth, you know? I, I think that, like, these kinds of, like, birth traumas are not even super rare, you know? Like, this is a, mm-hmm. a pretty common occurrence, but no one ever talks about it, you know? Right. People really steer clear away from, like, that kind of dialogue because people are afraid of it. But I think it's mm-hmm. more common than people imagine. Mhm. Yeah. But yes, to answer your question, I do probably eventually want to have give birth. Beautiful. Well, um on that note, let's take a break, shall we? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> on that on that note. <laughs> I need to pee, so. Okay, perfect. Yes, so we just, uh, we dissected Katy Perry's career, and I think we have the right context now to get into her brand new record. Uh, It's called Smile. What do do you, do you like it? What do you think? What's like your first, like, gut answer, good or bad? Good. Okay. 
I actually am very surprised. I really like Smile. I was not expecting to like it given the clown theme. The clown and, theme, the ugly cover. Ugh. And I don't know, like the singles, like, I don't know what the fuck is up with like pop girls now, but like they're releasing like some of the worst songs or like like not the best ones like they, they are scraping the bottom of the barrel for trash and then they're like okay this is going to be the single i don't get it even with like chromatica was stu- like stupid love is a single i'm like how do you pick the worst fucking song like i don't hate stupid love but like so weird mm-hmm. for that i mean i guess like the idea is that it's like oh like i'm going back to fun pop gaga now but like you could right. have done that with alice yeah which is a hit you could have done that with 911 like mm-hmm. literally any of it would have been like wiser than that right i don't know but like it doesn't set me like i was scared to listen to chromatica like stupid love is a cute song i really you know appreciate her place in the album but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a good thing because I'm, like, pleasantly surprised then by... I guess the expectation now is to, like, set everyone's hopes as low as possible. (laughs) Exactly. So they end up liking the album. But, yeah, I really like Smile. I was very surprised. Yeah. um, What do you think is, like, the general, like, theme? Like, what what is Katie trying to communicate with this project? Um, Well, I mean, it goes up... Like, even, like, if you just look at the song titles, it goes, like up and down like you have smile and then at the same time you have a track called what teary eyes yeah uh, teary eyes and then cry about it later yeah but then like resilient so i don't know there are a lot of like opposites going on i guess for me um this album is Katy perry like making the same song like several times over <laughs> like she uh the the theme of the project is like resilience and adversity mm-hmm. the coming uh defeating adversity and like feeling good about yourself when things are hard it's very mm-hmm. cute um the song is basically like a bunch of remakes and reworks of firework <laughs> i'm not i i don't think that's like necessarily like a bad thing uh but i think that is what this album is like every single song here is like things are hard and people don't believe in you but it's going to be things are going to get better right she persisted it's it very much tells like a story of like getting through things she's not really specific i don't think with like what those things are oh no but it's very much like there's a story there, but I just don't think she quite yeah, th- tells there's, there's the, like, like specifics. <laughs> there's definitely like a a bunch of connecting elements. Uh, there's breakups and dancing <laughs> and being sad and crying and being happy and dancing. Right. So th- like there's like a bunch of like connecting elements, but yeah, mm-hmm. no cohesive narrative to this and i don't i'm not asking for one from Katy perry at this point like but it is wild watching her go from witness which was like much darker and much like more concerned with it with a Mm storyline and then we come here and it's like 
okay, here's like 12 or whatever iterations of the same song about right. the same theme. Because I get like the themes in it, but it's just, I don't know, like it just lacks the like specific. Yeah, it lacks, it lacks the specificity is like. Exactly. And in some ways, like I'm kind of here for this being like broad, like kind of empty music that's like only about like very superficial emotions. Like I'm almost like here for it because like I said earlier, like it is kind of exhausting for all of these like female artists to be expected to expose their trauma all the time. So I kind of Mm -hmm. like that this is like a simpler album, but at the same page, like Gaga with Chromatica, like kind of got into some of her problems and her struggles, but she did it in a way that wasn't like this, like horrible, like, you know, everyone look at me as I expose my trauma and like, look at my trauma circus. I, so I kind of think that, Gaga pulled that off a little better, but this is still all very... Yeah, she did. Like, let's get that straight. Gaga won this year. I think Chromatica is, like, some of her best lyrics. I mean, and again, being someone who literally listens to music and mainly pays attention to the lyrics, someone who writes for the lyrics, like... Right. It's... I don't know. It's just very beautiful to see someone turn their trauma into a piece of art because I know how healing that is and and she did it in a way that's so graceful and exactly and it's not like every single song makes you want to cry like you actually want to get up and dance you know but then you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh wow this is not like a super like dance like filler song you know right and I I think that like what I find most impressive about Chromatica is that like it is very objectively about Gaga and her experience and it's still not like doing that like public showcasing thing where it's like oh my god here are all of the horrible things that happened to me Mm -hmm. here is the terrible trauma I'm living through everyone like look at me and gawk like instead she has like a really balanced like um she writes broadly enough that like anyone can like relate. So I, I find it successful in her like pulling on her emotions and mm-hmm. like describing her hardship without having to be like, this is the way that my heart was ruined and I was like right. raped by the public. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I kind of like that Katy Perry is on the same wave here, even if I think this music is like much less successful as like mm-hmm. an overall product. One thing I will say about, you know, how she kind of goes with these more like broad subjects, doesn't get into specific mm-hmm. things. Um, I personally wish that I did that more. I don't know how to like, you know, write a song that is not, not about my trauma or not about, yeah. you know, something big in my life. And I kind of wish I was able to like do that because I think I would write more. So I think writing about these like broad um I don't even know if they're subjects topics yeah topics yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I think it does like have its place you know and one thing about them is the less specific you are about what you're singing about the more room there is for interpretation from the audience which is one thing that I also appreciate in a body of work is yeah the like 
opportunity to interpret it. You know, yeah, the way that like you can insert yourself into the mm-hmm. narrative. And I think this album, I mean, it's like there's like a line where it's like you either are so specific and uncanny and on the point that like there's no way that you haven't felt that before. Mm-hmm. And I think like musicians like Bjork and Angel Olsen, like gay icons, like <laughs> they kind of touch that nerve. Um, and then there's the opposite side where it's like the feeling is there, but it's abstracted enough that you can kind of like mold the lyrics to take on the shape you want them to. And I would right. definitely say that this is like further in the the right side of that. Mm-hmm. But um, in pursuing this like very like, I keep saying broad, but that is like literally the only way I can describe this album, <laughs> this very broad music. Like what we lose in pursuing that is like, we lose like a lot of like the camp and the personality. Like my favorite Mm -hmm. things that I ever loved Katy Perry for was like the absurdity and the camp and like the, the gayness of her music. And like, Mm -hmm. this is like, I think maybe her least gay album. It's, I don't know. It's just interesting. The, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what my gay friends think about it. I was tweeting about, smile and my friend was like you're the only soul on the timeline talking about smile yeah because this album flopped it flopped number five it's like it's a real like i think that this like truly tanked like witness did better than this did it yeah it did witness sold like i think two or three hundred thousand copies well, this also like literally just came out when not even a full week ago right no but the the problem is that yeah, like a day before. Right. I think the problem um, is usually that, like, those albums that, like, get to two or two or 300,000, like, they hit that benchmark usually within, like, five or six weeks. Right. Um, so your first week numbers have to be really big in order to keep up the momentum. And, mm-hmm. like, this is going to drop like a dead animal. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, there's no way. There's no long albums with longevity anymore. But there's also the possibility that since she's like kind of a hot topic in not the news, but just like media in general because of her pregnancy, mm-hmm. that it could do a little bit better. Well, I actually think that if we weren't in COVID, that this would have been much more successful because even with like um prism and with teenage dream and not so much with witness but those two albums like the way that katie had a lot of her exposure was like as mall music because Mm -hmm. to be honest like a lot of katie perry music sounds like how it feels like fold linen so (laughs) so i think that like a lot of like businesses that would like normally like absolutely have like never really over or smile playing like they would totally have that going right and people would like it would like start like infecting and becoming an earworm which mm-hmm. is how a lot of Katy perry music has worked but right. there is not that chance now like there's not any room for that and i think it's hurting this record even clubs you know oh, yeah because this is a really kind of clubby album right like teary eyes cry about it later like what champagne problems those are all like mm-hmm. songs that like i want to be in a crop top and i want to be like slutting in a dance floor at like 3 30 a.m like mm-hmm. after my 14th shot of tequila <laughs> but we can't yeah. have that right now right. i don't know this virus is affecting i think 
the entire music, well, obviously the entire music industry is affecting the entire world, but specifically with music, I think a lot of exposure comes from, like you said, you know, malls, like stores, radio, like listening to the radio with your friends, going to parties, like who's playing what, the club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have none of that now. So now everything has to be a huge sensation and like stir up some sort of controversy or become a topic. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this is the reason that like WAP, W-A-P, wet ass pussy was like such a success is because like, it was a topic, you know, like it everyone had to have their the opinion. Table. Right. But if you don't have an opinion about this Katy Perry album, like no one is going to care. Right. So. Which is I shitty, guess, honestly. It is shitty. It is like the attention, like the attention deficit culture is so anti-productive and mm-hmm. I love WAP. I love it. But like, it's not productive for like pop music as a whole to like want to have like a outrageous sensation every single time with every single exactly exactly it's simply not sustainable and like Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of what gaga realized and she started like scaling back after art pop is that she realized she couldn't have like a controversy shocker headlines music video every single time well and she like ended up like not even wanting to do that she's like i don't want to have to be crazy in order to for people to listen to my music i want people to listen to my music for me you know which I respect, you know. No, I do too. Um, I, I just, I really do feel bad for Miss Catherine Hudson because she put out an album that I think is like very passably fun and is like good cardboard music to have on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just doesn't have the opportunity to be that way. Right. Uh, I will say that this album is like kind of lacking and there are some songs on it that I will never listen to again. Um, like what is it called? Not the end of the world. Like sounds like I like it, that one. Oh, I do not like it. It sounds like a Glee remix of Firework. <laughs> I don't want to listen to Glee. I hate Firework. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, it's do not tell me 80... that you did not watch that video as like a young homosexual and were like <laughs> you did not cry. Well, it, <gasps> it's her born this way. It's corny. Oh. <laughs> It's literally her born this way. I can't born this way either. I hate born this way. They're too corny. And people who are holding on to it, I don't get it. Like, you are not a gay kid in high school getting bullied anymore. Like, No, no, no. Like, born this way does nothing for you anymore now. Like, exactly. you do not need it. And, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, they they do play, like, some born this way remixes at the club that I was working at. Um, And that was always, like, kind of fun. But... Yeah, no, I would never just like be like, oh, I'm walking to school. I'm like on the train. Like, let me listen to the title track Born This Way. Exactly. Exactly. It's humiliating. Oh my God. It's so corny. So, so corny. corny. Yeah, Firework. Katy Perry is corny. Like, she's corny. Mm-hmm. She's never not been corny, but like, at least with like one of the boys, like, she really embraced like the cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. She was, like, really ridiculous about it, you know. And then with, like, Teenage Dream, she had, like, all of that massive, like, fruit designs on her set. Like, she's always been corny. But right. um, and like, now with Witness and Smile, she's, like, more earnest. And I, I really miss the camp. I miss the camp. I don't want clowns. I want camp. Yeah. I think it's just so interesting that, like, Twitter really, like, 
jumped on the whole like calling people clowns and stuff like in the past couple years and then she releases an album that's literally clowns yeah i mean well madonna did it first Madonna already has been through the clown narrative. I have I have no more interest in clowns. Right. I get it. Like I get I get it. Like I get the clown motif. I want no more. No more. <laughs> no more Joker. No more oh, pop stars Joker. pretending to be clowns. No more American horror story clowns. I don't want any of it anymore. <laughs> no one can do anything fresh with clowns. No more clowns. No right. more clowns. I mean, we had that whole issue here about like clowns in 2016 like they're like clowns running around oh i forgot about that like we've had our moment with clowns like in every fucking like corner of society music politics movies movies everything everything has been clown no more fucking clowns (laughs) we're over it no the last we did not ever need another clown after Shakespeare put, like, the fool in King Lear. Like, that was the last <laughs> clown we needed. No more clowns. Yeah, like the Joker. Katy Perry, do you hear us? No more clowns. Literally. Oh Yeah, the art direction for this album sucks. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so bad. One, one thing I really like, though, I like how she's doing, like, little, like, animated music video oh you liked those i thought they were awful oh i love them i think they're so cute oh girl no they look like aol advertisements to me i love them i think they're cute i'm glad that they they made you hashtag smile because uh (laughs) i did not get that experience Mm -hmm. i was gonna say she also has like other things like I don't know. I don't blame her if she doesn't take this era super seriously because she's like a new mother. She's you know, pregnant. She's... Yeah, but she's like she... been pregnant. I. It's so weird. This year is going by like this year is just so strange. I feel like she's been pregnant for three years. But like if she doesn't super duper pay attention to like promo or marketing or something, I don't blame her because like, you know, she is going to have a child to take care of. Well, I think that she's also, like, kind of, like, over, like, she doesn't care to be, like, the number one pop girl anymore. Like, I don't think she ever really cared that much. Like, I think it just kind of happened to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with this album, you can tell that she's, like, not as invested towards it. And she just, like, wants to make, like, some, like, silly, bombastic pop songs about, like, a nice message. Mm -hmm. Um, And she does not really, like, care to be, like, the winner anymore. Uh, meanwhile gaga really deeply cares right yeah so i mean i appreciate that as well she's she's Mm -hmm. a mom now her baby's born i think her baby name is daisy daisy bloom yeah daisy bloom is she married to orlando bloom or are they just like together i think they're married okay that's nice he has a nice dick i saw that picture of them on the surfboard oh yeah yeah he's hot (laughs) like good for her Mm-hmm. It's definitely a step up from Russell Brand. Ew, uh, fuck Can that you man. believe they were married and then he like divorced her like over the phone? He's a piece of shit. Yeah, who? Ugh, Ugh gross. Well, Wasn't it got... right before her show too? Yeah, it was. They they put it in that documentary. Yeah, it might have been like a little exaggerated, but like she definitely mm. was like forced through it at that time. Oh, that was so really gross. Yuck. Well, now yeah. she has some pirate cock to bounce on, so good for her. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it. 
Yeah, she does. She she deserves a fat, uncut pirate deck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now what's we've been talking too much about penises. Um, what <laughs> songs do you like a lot from this album? I prepared for this. I did Ooh. a song sorter. All right, let's hear it. So I... in order, these are this is my opinion. Okay, I'm gonna stop you when I really agree or disagree. Go ahead. Okay, number one, never really over. Okay, okay. I like that take. I think that is the best of the singles, and I think it's a great opener, and it's very fun. Okay, next. Mm-hmm. Number two, Cry About It Later. Cute, okay. Number three, Smile. Okay, that song has really grown on me, actually. Yeah, I hated it at first, but now I like it. Yeah, I was listening to it, like, on my walk home from work today, like, getting ready to do this episode, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like, this, like, kind of, like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. It's cute. <laughs> it is cute. And then after Smile, I have Teary Eyes. Oh, okay. So Teary Eyes is like my number one favorite. I think mm-hmm. that song is so danceable and so club and so cunt. Mm-hmm. And like it does like the best of any of these songs, in my opinion, at like being broad, but like having like a, a single emotion to connect to. So that song mm-hmm. is a big win for me. Okay, what's I? Next? It's a very good song. I really like it. It is good. Yeah. So then after that, I have, you're going to disagree with me. I have Not the End of the not World. Not the End of the World. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking hate that glee, glee bullshit. I Next. I love it. Next. Harley's in Hawaii after oh, that. Where's Champagne Problems? After Harley's in Hawaii. Ew. Harley's <laughs> in Hawaii is boring. I don't know. Well, it grew on me. I didn't like it at first. That's a yeah. very common theme. Yeah, maybe it'll grow on me. When I heard it on my way back from work like three days ago, I was like, huh, okay, this is cuter than I first thought it was. But okay, Mm -hmm. what's next? After Champagne Problems is Daisies. Yeah, not so good. And it's, I feel like, will age very fast. Yes. It's cute, but like, here's the thing. Smile is cute. Daisies is also cute. But Daisies is cute in a way that, like, you know it's kind of, like, going to fall off. Whereas well, Smile... Daisies is too still... obvious for me. I mean, they're both really obvious, but, like, mm-hmm. Daisies... There's too much, like, yelling in it. Like, when she, like, sings that, like, <laughs> lyric, I'm like, oh, my God, please chill. Like, I'm like you're in my ear. Shush. <laughs> I w- yeah, I was a bit, like... It's too aggressive. And it's too aggressive about, like, being positive, And I just don't relate to that, so... Right, I skip. don't... Yeah, I don't, like... I don't know. That's, like, like my issue with Born This Way is, like... The song is, like, it's just... Too positive. Sometimes being too positive is, like, corny. Oh, no, being positive is awful. I hate it. Like, <laughs> That's I don't, I don't fucking care. Bitch. Being positive sucks. Like, yeah. no one wants to hear about, like, you looking on the bright side of things. Like, everything is shit. Like, shut up. Like, let, let me <laughs> rot in my filth and my my despondency. I don't want to hear about how good things could possibly be. I want to suffer. And I think people relate more to pain than they yeah. do happiness. Pain is more interesting than happiness. Like, no one wants to, like, the only album that has, for me, successfully, like, communicated joy as, like, a complex, interesting emotion is a, a perfume genius. Oh, God. Uh, no shape. So good. Anyway. I heard those. He's a fag. You should listen. <laughs> okay, what's next? Um, After Daisies, I've tucked. Ew. I don't like that song. It... I actually feel like what makes a woman should be before tucked. I'm going to edit that. 
Oh, that that is correct. What, what makes, makes a, woman a woman is more is much more interesting. Mm-hmm. I would put what makes a woman over Harley's in Hawaii as well. That's it, Catherine. I don't know. <laughs> That's it, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna edit. Yeah, what makes a woman is gonna be after daisies before okay. tucked. So then it's tucked. Okay. Then and after after untucked. <laughs> <laughs> After we have only love, and then resilient. Resilient is too corny for me. Too corny. Oh, it's too corny. It's too a corny. snooze. It's a snooze. <laughs> oh my god, girl! I need that alarm clock, that iPhone alarm clock, to wake <laughs> me up after resilient. I need the but da 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 da. It's so. What is the word? Um, reductive. <laughs> it's very. Is what is stagnant the word like very sure, like sure. flatline almost yeah it, just, it doesn't does, go anywhere no and she says the word resilient too many times <laughs> if the title of your song is resilience you can only say resilience three times in the song and that's only once per chorus like mm-hmm. if you do it any more than that it's really annoying and ham-fisted right oh yeah but yeah that's that's definitely my least favorite as well i think my list um matches up close enough to yours um my favorite is teary eyes i also like cry about it later a lot the first half of the album is much better to me than the second same yeah she because she has i don't know i she has some very good songs on the album that i will be listening to yeah i'll not be listening to the album in full i don't think no i will be listening to some of these songs yeah i agree and it's like yeah, Katy Perry is kind of like over. Like we we've reached that conclusion. Like she she's accepted it, and I hope that like with her next project that she makes, that she can feel like a little looser and can kind of like shake off like some of this like dumb obvious songwriting and just like do what she <laughs> wants because this really feels like a label album to me in a lot of ways. The thing is, I don't know a lot about her team. I don't know or anything like about her team her... or her label or it just feels that way. Right. So I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously I know more about Gaga and like, I understand what happened during art pop because of yeah. her team and everything like that. But I don't know enough about Katie's team to like sense whether or not this is her or her team or her label. I don't think we'll ever be able to know. Cause she, she's like more guarded off than, or at least like her information just doesn't come out as much. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but like, Yeah. I know a lot about like Madonna's team and Gaga's right. team without really going out of my way or like even like Utada's team, but like what Katy Perry's like staff is up to, I could not tell you. Yeah. It does seem like her label did not fuck with this album though. Like they did not care. I don't know. I'm just surprised that there wasn't more promotion around like, like I literally would not have known that the album was coming out if it weren't for my timeline on Twitter. Yeah. Talking about it. it. No one would know. I just didn't like, see her posting about much of it as much as I would expect for like a whole new album coming out. I don't know. But yeah. Um this album to me is like kind of boring. It's like the same thing a lot, <laughs> but it has like its great cute little moments that are like fun, like mm-hmm. stupid little pop songs that I can like listen to and be like haha, positivity. But right. like it says nothing truly unique it doesn't like really have any thematic perspective 
It's kind of out of touch. It's very like five songs that like I'm, I want to like listen to and I like need like a little like poppy moment like on my walk mm-hmm. to work and like I would love to hear in a grocery store and right. everything else I'm just like I will forget about this in like a week. I will say though it usually takes like at least a month for an album to really grow on me so mm-hmm. this I could change my mind I could end up liking those songs that I put at the bottom of my list. I could end up liking those a lot more than I do now. I think the album is still very fresh. So I've fully absorbed everything. Yeah, it's like what, like five days old now. So Mm -hmm. I've only listened to it like four or five times, which is like, it takes me like usually a lot more to like get into an album. But like, exactly. I reviewed Folklore like three days after it came out and I was like pretty positive about it when it came out and like now I have no interest at all. I will never listen to another song from that again. I haven't even listened to that album yet. There's no no need. I think it was like cute for her to have like her folk like songwriting moment and to like do that. I think that's a more interesting like role for her than her pop stuff but yeah it's, it's really boring. I think I'll probably end up listening to this more than folklore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still a cute album. Like, I really, I think this album has its place. I yes. don't necessarily think it's just shit that she didn't want. I think she is trying to say something with all of this. And I think this is something that she wanted to, you know, create. I, yeah, I think she was definitely behind, like, the general, like, theme of it and everything. Right. I I I want to walk back a little bit on what I said. I think she is really involved in the process of creating this album, but I will say that it still feels to me like very like label heavy. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I don't know. I I am curious to see what she does next with her career because she could really do anything at this point. I yeah. I this could be the like, last Katy Perry album. That's what I was thinking because usually I don't know. People tend to like, especially like mothers, like tend to like settle down for a little bit to like actually live their life and like raise, mm-hmm. you know, kids and stuff. So I don't know. Well, on that mysterious note, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining me, Kenna. Where can people find you if they want to follow you on the internet? Thank you for having me. My, I mean, I'm mainly on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. Okay. I'll but... include links to both of those in the description thank you all right everyone that's um all we enjoyed the Katy perry album enough (laughs) like check it out if you want i guess um thanks for listening yeah